Hi guys and welcome back to the In Fact Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton back again and yeah I'm joined today with my usual co-host Theo. How you doing Theo? Yeah I'm good thank you Jordan. How's it going mate? Yeah not bad not bad. How's, how's your day been? It's been alright yeah almost finished for the break yeah. looking forward to it but uh, looking forward to the pod as well. Yeah well deserved break well deserved break indeed but we've got a huge amount of pods coming out during, during that break you, you looking forward to that or <laughs> what, what's your opinion of, of how many pods we're going to be doing? I'm going to be up to my eyes in pods. Oh yeah got, got to be yeah got to be and yeah so, so that's, that's, that's going to be fun I think we've got a lot planned and yeah I'm sure our listeners are going to be excited of what we've got coming out but not only that we've got a special announcement for the pod and we're finally we've finally got a new signing a man that we had on trial a couple of times on the pod and that man is Ronan Cairns. Ronan, welcome to the In Fact Fanatics. How you doing mate? It's great to be here. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed the podcasts that I've been in. Yeah, you've got a new star signing. Yes, yeah, wow, star signing. That, was that the free agency? Yeah, the free agency. You, 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 we're not paying you anything, by the way. So, No, no, we didn't pay anything for Ronan. Don't worry, guys. But yeah, he's, he's come in. We've got a man with great knowledge, great assets to the team. So yeah, I'm sure you'll enjoy his opinions as well as mine and Theo's. So what are we talking about today, guys? We're, we're, we're actually covering the relegation dogfight in the Premier League. And I'm sure... A lot of you guys listening will know the four teams that are mainly in that being Sheffield United, West Bromwich Albion, Burnley, and also Fulham as well. So what we'll do, guys, we'll start off with the bottom side, and that's Sheffield United. So, Theo, I'll go to you first. What's your opinion on Sheffield United this year? Obviously, you kind of put them 16th in our Premier League predictions, and they're actually doing worse than that. They're, they're bottom of the league now, and, and they look like they might break that lowest points record. What's your opinion of that? Yeah, the, the title of this episode is Relegation Dogfight, but it's not a dogfight entirely. It's a dog and a little ant fight. Sheffield United are absolutely pathetic. This season, I knew they'd have a bad one. The 16th was kind of, a, I think they'd have a little bit too much quality to stay up, but they've been a joke so far. The, the fact that Wilder hasn't changed his system and is being stubborn with it and keeping with it, even though... It's not produced any more than two points in, in 14 games. It, it's it's really not good. Yes, they, they lost some big names, losing Dean Henderson. You know, that, that's that's a massive loss for them. Yeah. But the recruitment's just been poor this season. Ramsdale, not good enough for the Premier League. The goals, when you rely on Dave McGoldrick, Billy Sharp, Ollie McBurney, you know, you, you have to question what's going on. And I think the money was there. I mean, they spent 18 million on Rian Brewster. To gamble. Was it but, 20, I thought it was 23. Was it not 23 million or was that? 20, well, it gets worse and it gets worse and worse. It gets worse and worse. So it's bleak for Sheffield United. It's a bit of a stick and twist conundrum. It's do you stick with Wilder or do you get rid of him? And the thing is, I think I don't think they'll finish with 11 points, which was the lowest ever, or was it nine? Mm. Whatever. The but record low is it was Derby. It was Derby. 13. 13, okay. The lowest record. Because Sunderland was before that, and Sunderland was 17, I believe, mm. back in the 05, 04, 05. It's just been a really, really bad season. And what's been so horrendous is, is how last season was so good. And you question, like, how can you go from that to rock bottom? I, mm-hmm. I really don't yeah. know. So yeah. I, they're definitely going down. Yeah. Well, I'll come to you, Ronan. Obviously, Dean Henderson, Theo mentioned there, was, was a crucial part, an integral part, to that Sheffield United team in the Championship coming up to the Premier League and also in that first Premier League season. 
do you think that has had the biggest impact on this team? What, what's your opinion as well on, on the team? and Why do you think it's it's gone so poorly? I think Dean Henderson definitely, like, I think he was so key for Sheffield United. The amount of big saves that he made, mm-hmm. it was obvious. Like, that's why there was Premier League clubs in, that were in from. That's why Manchester United tied them down, because he did yeah. do so well with Sheffield United. So I think, yeah, like that's a factor. He did make a lot of good saves and kept his team in a lot of the matches. It's a difficult one, because mm-hmm. I think Chris Wilder, I don't think he's a bad manager at all. I just think they've been unlucky as well this season in terms of they've not played badly. Mm. They, 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 they just seem to not been able to take their chances. They're not getting a lot of chances, but when they do, they're not taking them. And mm-hmm. that's you need to be clinical in the Premier League, as, as we all know. But yeah, I agree with you. Ramsdale, he's, he's not a terrible goalkeeper, but he's not anywhere near sort of Dean Henderson level. Yeah. And I think a big miss for Sheffield this, this season is Jack O'Connell getting injured right at the yeah, start. Yeah, I was about huge. to mention Jack O'Connell. I think that's a huge, huge miss and that could be another factor because he was he was a big player for them last season as well. But yeah, the squad itself is, I don't know, it doesn't, when you see it on paper, it's not a terrible squad, but they just mm-hmm. aren't performing at all, you know? Yeah, they're definitely not performing. I was just looking up there, Dean Henderson and how many clean sheets he got last season. And I'm just getting up now. But I was looking at Dean Henderson compared to Aaron Ramsdale, and Aaron Ramsdale's played 14 games in Premier League this season, conceded 25. So that's just under two goals per game, which isn't good enough. It, it really isn't. You can't be conceded that many goals per game in, in the Premier League because that's then requiring your strike force to score a lot more goals, and it, it's just putting pressure on your attacking line. I... I have to agree that when I seen the sign, I think they're quite similar to Bournemouth's situation when Bournemouth were up. Because you'll know this, Ronan, I'll go to you again with this. Obviously, Rian Brewster was signed from Liverpool for a, a substantial fee. And it was the same with Bournemouth when they signed, was it Dominic Solanke from yourselves for a massive fee? And it was just a mistake. And we're, we're seeing that Dominic Solanke, he's doing quite okay in, in the championship which is probably fine as level now and maybe can make that step in, in a few years to the Premier League but do you think it was too early to go for Brewster at the moment on, on that massive amount of, of transfer fee do you think that was a mistake not using their transfer budget more wisely and, and maybe picking up a few players for that transfer fee Potentially yeah Brewster there's no question he's a good player I mean mm-hmm. you've seen him play for Swansea in the championship last year and he mm-hmm. he done brilliant he's always showed wee glimpses Never really got that chance at Liverpool. He was obviously young, so we didn't really get to see how he would cope in the Premier League. We've seen how he was able to cope in the Championship. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, Sheffield United were judging how he performed in the Championship because that's all we really got to see of him. But yeah, it was a big fee, especially for a striker that's not been proven in the the Premier League. I think they put a lot of of hope into that transfer. But, I mean, he's not even... Brewster's not even starting mm-hmm. with, with Sheffield United at the moment, as it is. So something's not right there, like because that's a big chunk of money that they spent mm-hmm. on him. And if he's not starting, yeah. then I'm not quite sure why that is. Yeah, you, you think if you're going to put that much money down, you need to be 
getting ready, proven players to, to come into a team like Sheffield United to, to give them another few seasons in the Premier League. Then you can go and sign maybe a, a young talent like Brewster and, and take that gamble like they did. But I think they've done it a wee bit too early, personally, for me. Theo, would you have to agree with that? Do you think they, they could have spent their money so much more wisely? And what areas do you think they, they need to improve in now? Right, so the Brewster one, I don't actually have too much of a problem with spending that amount of money on Rian Brewster. They've, they've bought him on the hype. They haven't bought him. They haven't, I doubt they've looked at a scouting report. They've just gone, oh, this kid looks good. We need a striker. Let's try something different. So I get that. And he did all right at Swansea, to be fair. Well, he did yeah. really good at Swansea. So mm-hmm. no, I don't did. mind did. that. Mm-hmm. And of course, if, if we're sitting here and Rian Brewster scored 10 goals this season, or he's had 10 goal yeah. contributions, it's a different story, isn't it? It's a different mm-hmm. story. But he hasn't. And I just don't think he's working with the most youthful-minded manager. I think they need to improve their whole team. I think they've got two players, John Egan and Sander Berg, who are way too good for that team. I think Sander Berg is absolutely awesome. I think yeah. he's, way, he's way too good for a bottom-half Premier League club. But they've got to strengthen the strikers. I mean, you cannot tell me that a strike force of Dave McGoldrick who, I can't stand Dave McGoldrick. He scored last year. It took him 30 games to score his first goal in the Premier League. Are you for real? Are you for real? He's a striker. He's not a goalkeeper. But yeah, they need to strengthen. And I would personally look at some loan signings myself because yeah. I've got the money. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. And some areas I, I, I target for Sheffield United. I target the centre-back because of the obviously the Jack O'Connell injury. I don't know how long he's out for. I don't know. Ronan, do you know how long Jack O'Connell's still out for? Is there... You... I don't know exactly, but I remember because it was like the second game of the season he got injured, and I'm sure that right. Chris Wilder said something along the lines of pretty much the whole season he might the make the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so he's, he's not going to be back to really help them. So I looked at a centre back, and then pretty much I think they're okay in defence. When I when I look at their defence, I don't think that the rest need strengthening. They've got good covers at full back and their wing back. So they've got George Baldock, they've got Enda Stevens, they've got Max Lowe, and they've also got Jaden Bogle as well. So I think they're, they're pretty set at, at full-back and wing-backs. I don't think they, they can really improve that too much. So I think just one centre-back to add to the likes of Egan, Jagielka, Chris Basham as well. And I think is... What's his name still at the club? Yeah, Ampadu. Ampadu's still on loan from Chelsea, I believe. So if they can add one more, either on loan or buy, then I think that's a good area. And then I was looking further forward. I think Sander Bersh needs some help in midfield. So I looked at central midfield. And then more just attacking players. So a centre-attacking midfielder, a right-winger possibly, and then a striker also. So I was targeting a few positions if Sheffield are even going to have a hope of surviving. I, I don't think it's possible, but they cannot end up with the lowest points they, as a football club. They really don't want that on the resume. And if they're, they, they, if they're to go down, they need to go down with a fight, in my opinion. So I'll talk about the centre-back that I suggested. Not getting a lot of game time, but getting the occasional game here and there for Manchester United's Axel Twanzebe on loan. I think it's worth a go and seeing if United would be willing to part with them for a six-month loan to try and settle that defence down and, and really solidify it because again they're leaking goals I, I don't think all the goals and, and this is where I come to Ramsdale I don't think Ramsdale you were saying Ronan I think he's not the worst goalkeeper the problem is I think he faces too many shots 
And that's what happened at Bournemouth. I felt at Bournemouth especially, felt he was getting tested every single game. And it was ridiculous at how many shots. It's like, it was almost like Jordan Pickford when he was at Sunderland. He was facing so many shots that he was bound to concede goals. So I think you need to tighten up the defence. Would you have to? Would you agree with that? I'll go to Ronan first. Would you agree with yeah. that centre-back? Yeah. I've seen Ramsdale pull off some pretty good saves mm-hmm. last season as well, even with Bournemouth. And he's even... As much as Ramsdale is nowhere near that number one spot for England, he has been mentioned with the other goalkeepers. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's a bad goalkeeper. I do think that he does pull off some good saves. So like I do think he does definitely needs help from his defence. Mm, yeah, yeah, I would, I would have to agree. Is there any suggestions you can think of then? There's only one, and it's only because I, I didn't think of it. It was only that I seen it on the news. Omar Colley from yeah. Sampdoria. All oh, right, okay. He's established himself in Serie A. He's a good centre-back. One of these kind of no-nonsense centre-backs just does his job. His first thing in his mind is to defend. It's not mm-hmm. to play with the ball. And he's quite a, a solid unit. Mm-hmm. So I know, I've seen that Sheffield United were kind of looking at him. But mm-hmm. I think if they were, they were going to get him, it was going to be more of a permanent deal. And it's probably going to cost them something like £10 million, mm-hmm. which is affordable. Mm-hmm. But are you going to spend like that money on... Yeah. The hope that to stay up, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and the worry is if you need, and this is where I'm saying that I think the main position that Sheffield needs to strengthen is in is in attack. They're not scoring enough goals, and that's where if they're going to spend a bit of money, they need to spend it in the attack rather than defence. And again, you can't spend. I don't think you can be spending ten million on one player as, as Sheffield tonight because you go down, you're you're then going to have to either sell them on again or you're going to have to take up massive wages which coming from a club mid-table Serie A club in Sampdoria do you really want to be going yeah. to a bottom half scrap I, I don't think so so I think that's a bit out of range I think a loan would be the best move Theo you were shaking your head yeah you agree with going for maybe a more loan term a, a short a short term option in a loan do you think for a centre back yeah um, Omar Cole is a good suggestion actually probably if they stay up in the summer yeah de- definitely I just think they need someone in who Cheap and cheerful on loan. I'd be looking at Twanzebi's a good shout. Rojo's a good shout, obviously, on, on a loan. If I was Sheffield United, I'd, I'd go to Brighton and I'd take Dan Byrne on loan. Mm. Um, I think Dan Byrne's a is half Dan Burn, Is Dan Byrne getting any game time? He's uh, not getting game time because obviously you've it, got Webster so White Webster, and Dunk. Yeah. And Burn, I yeah. think to, with Veltman as back, I think Brighton would be all right with that. So, so yeah, and he, he fits the Sheffield United mould. He's boring. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I think yeah, any of those <sighs> options you could probably get burn on a on a permanent deal. So that's that's probably a, an option for, for Sheffield. Now moving through into the, the more kind of central midfield and, and midfield and attack. I had a central midfield, I think I've got two audacious shouts here on loan again. And these are gonna probably laugh and I, I think Theo will especially laugh at me. I think it's so the two options I've got is either Aaron Ramsey um, on loan or Deli Ali. So that's my two options. Not I'm resi- I've resigned both. from the podcast effectively immediately. <laughs> both have not got game time. At the Aaron Ramsey's play. Aaron Ramsey's playing regularly for Juventus week in week out. Is he playing regular? I don't think he yep. was playing he assist, regular. Assist, assisted at the weekend as well. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. That, if he is playing regular, then fair enough. But I think. Adam Ramsey will leave Juventus soon because I think Juventus are looking to go in a different direction personally. And I think he would come back to English Shores. And I didn't know he was getting the game time. If he wasn't getting game time, I think maybe a loan would be an option. But 
yeah, I think he'll go to a higher club. Deli Alley, though. So, and the reason I'm saying Deli Alley, and I, I, it's again, it's an audacious shout, but Deli Alley's not getting a sniff at Tottenham. There's a Euros coming up. He needs to play game time. Maybe Arsenal. That's another option. Obviously, I was thinking that would be interesting. That would be tasty. Can I just interject and say something? Yeah. My dad, about a year ago, uh-huh. said to me, Deli Alley will move to Arsenal. And I laughed the house down. And do you know something? I can see it happening. Yeah, I can actually see it. So I can see it happening. It, it, it would be better than Christian Eriksen, I can tell you that. But Deli Ali, so do you think it would be a possibility, Ronan, for Sheffield United? Get him on loan for six months. I don't think it would be impossible, but I just, I don't know. Like, that's quite a big shout. It, um, is, it, it would be some signing. It would be some signing. Yeah. But... I don't know if they would even be, be able to afford his wage unless well, Arsenal, th- some of it, uh, sorry, not Arsenal, Tottenham. Of course, yeah. Some of it, but it yeah. is a big shout. I was thinking... Well, I don't, think, he's, I don't but, think he'll be on that high. I, I think Tottenham don't pay players that high. I think maybe 80, 90, probably around about that. So you're probably saying... Quite big Sheffield United. If they can, no, no, but Sheffield United, I think they could pay 45, half of that. I think that's not too bad. So if they could pay half of that, Maybe it's an option, but yeah, it's an audacious shout. Who, who were you going to say there, Ronan? You I think say? a more realistic one, and I don't rate him as a player at all, but I think I could see it happening, is getting Jesse Lingard on loan. He's a player that's he's nowhere near the Man United squad. Mm-hmm. But I don't rate him as a player. I've never rated him. I, I still don't understand how he was in that, that England team of 2018. But I think it's a player that, Chris Wilder would like. I think it's a player that would suit Sheffield United, and it's it's a very doable deal. I think. Yeah, and Theo, you were you were agreeing to Jesse Lingard. Do you think that's a, a good shape from Ronan? Yeah, yeah, it's about his level, so mm-hmm. got no you, problem with that. Yeah. Do, did you have any other other suggestions? Oh, for, for can, I, can I mention can I mention a cap? Yeah, in fact, in the field, Bradley Dak. Mm, yeah, Blackburn. From Blackburn. I think Bradley Dak's a really really good player. If they're feeling a little bit. Audacious, I doubt he'd, he'd swap. But you've got players from, from the Championship, Emmy Buendia, maybe he won't go there. I think he'll... Tom, ha- Tom, Tom Lawrence or, um, or yeah. Sibley from Derby, they're decent options. Maybe even Lewis Wing from Middlesbrough, he can, mm-hmm, he can yeah. play kind of around there. Mm-hmm. It just depends what they want to do, but the Jesse Lingard one's awesome. I mean, yeah. it'd be brilliant to see him yeah. playing for Sheffield. Yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, so we've got down, we'll, uh, we'll put down as possible cams, Ali, Lingard and Dat. That's the, that's the options we've come up with there. So moving on, I've got also a right winger or a winger, and I've gone for an, a slightly older player, 29-year-old from the Dutch League. And that's Steven Bergwis from Feyenoord. I'm a very good player, doing really well at the moment. Ten goals and four assists, I believe, for Feyenoord in the league. So, yeah, a, a decent player. And, and I think, yes, yeah, if you can get him on a, a decent deal, I'm not sure what price it would cost, but I think you could get him for maybe 10, 12 million. And it's quite a lot, but you, he's, he's proven at, at a decent level that he can score goals. And I think, yeah, if he can come in and, and get five goals for Sheffield United, six, seven and maybe a few assists then that, that, that'll help them. They need they need creativity as well. Not only goal scoring, they need a bit of creativity. And I think Bergwis offers that. Do you, do you agree with that, guys, in terms of Bergwis? Do you think that's a, a decent shout? Yeah, he's a good player. He's a, he is a very good player, actually. He would he might even be too good for Sheffield United. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is, like, if they would manage to snap him up, that would be another cracking sign, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, is there any other suggestions for maybe wingers? Obviously, I think you were saying wing, um, Lewis Wing Theo earlier. 
he's obviously a left wing, I think, isn't he? Loose wing. But is there any other suggestions for maybe attacking players that are creative on the wings, especially? I'm not too sure. I mean, maybe you could look at Eric Lamella. He ain't getting any game time again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a shout. Yeah, we suggested um, them for Brighton, didn't we? So that's an, obviously we're suggesting them. They obviously, they don't really play wingers. They, they also play their, their mm-hmm. wing backs. Maybe Ryan so, Kent from from Rangers. I don't know. I mean, Ryan, I Ryan Kent, would, the thing is, we, we just have to remember that Rangers are the top of the league. They're in the yeah. Europa League, whatever. Mm-hmm. Ryan Kent ain't going to trade that for a relegation squad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Talking at least a million for him, at least. Mm, I, I, yeah, I, I would have said about, would you say, how much millions there, did you say? I, I'd say, like, well, Personally, I don't think he's worth it, but Rangers aren't going to take anything less than fifteen million for Ryan Kent. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I, think I, I said about thirteen. I thought about twelve, thirteen million. That's what I would probably. We tried to get him in summer for about fourteen million, and they they rejected that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough. Well, one, I think, a mm-hmm. realistic again, potentially could sign him, but if they don't sign him, loan him out. But he's we're talking about him in the Leicester podcast. But I think the Mary Gray. Is another yeah, player. So he could, I, yeah. He's a, good, a very good player. I've, not getting... I, I've got him for another team in this discussion for, for one of the other teams, um, Damari Gray, and I'll, I'll come on to that later. But yeah, Gray is another shout possibly for a player that could come into any any relegated team. So yeah, a decent shout there. So yeah, they need creativity, but they need also goal scoring. So uh, a striker, boys. I've got a couple of suggestions. I've got Odea Nagalo at Man United. Obviously, he's meant to be going back to China. I'm not sure what the situation is with that, but I'm sure he'd be happy to to maybe take another loan in the Premier League. I've also got Divock Origi, Ronan, one of your boys from Liverpool, not getting any game time either, really. And then I've also got your your favourite man, Theo, Shane Long as well, the big man himself. So I've suggested him for a relegation battle as well. So what? I'll go to Theo first. Shane Long, do you think that might be a good shout? A proven goal scorer in, in the Premier League in the past? I mean, to prize him away from Southampton, you've got to pay mega bucks for that. Oh, totally. You need to, I, I think you're talking maybe a uh, record transfer fee here. I think it might I be think you're probably... Money. Probably talking it might be worth worth more than two hundred grand at this rate. I, I think that the the thought of a partnership between Dave McGoldrick and Shane Long is is just it's leaving me sal- salivating at the mouth to be honest. I mean what what a partnership that is. Get John Walters in as well. For <laughs> John Walters. Robbie Brady and Keith Farhi, what a team. Oh, where do I sign up for that season ticket? <laughs> that would be so good oh. to see that but I mean Shane, Shane Long Shane Long has, has some people does like Shane because he comes on and he just runs his, he doesn't touch the ball he just runs he winds <laughs> he him does, up he and he just he runs does, around yeah. the he really does um, <laughs> it's like one of those toys you wind up isn't it <laughs> just keep but he's going. a relegation specialist he, yeah. he, he's a good player to have around and I, I think Shane Long I mean I've been a fan of him for a number of reasons but one is because of his the experience he brings mm-hmm. It may not be a bad cut price option. Yeah. What's your opinion on Origi then, uh, Ronan? Do you think Origi might be another shout? Or do you think he... he do you not think... Because I don't know. The only problem with Origi is I don't think he's up for a relegation battle. That's my, my worry. If you brought someone like an Origi, he's more mid-table, kind of Crystal Palace, yeah. someone like that. Origi's a... Yeah, he's a mid-table player. But I don't, I don't even think he's good enough. Like, you know what my thoughts on Origi? I would, I'll take... I would drive him to wherever his club is for free. Yeah. I just think he's a hopeless player. Like I know he did things for Liverpool that have created history, but mm-hmm. he's just he, he he doesn't run. He does he's just this lazy player that looks lost mm-hmm. in 
whether Sheffield United went from that, I think that would be a panic buy, desperate. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I don't think Origi would be up for that. But I think, uh, I, honestly, I think that Shane Long is a great shout. That's yeah. a great shout. Mm-hmm. I think he's proven, as as you said, about he played for West Brom, mm-hmm. done done wonders at West Brom, and he's got the experience of being in relegation. Yeah, oh, and he is. He's a good finisher. He is a goal scorer, and he, he will he'll chase you down. Mm-hmm. He is. I think he's. A, I, I rate him as a player. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I think out of the three, I like. I thought Shane Long sounded the most likely. But Theo Agarlo, do you think? Obviously, not getting any game time at United now with Cavani now coming in as the third choice striker after like Greenwood, Rashford, Martial, uh, and the like. Do you think Agarlo can maybe? Obviously, he was at Watford in the past, uh, another kind of club on on the lower side of of the Premier League. Do you think that might be another option for for Sheffield? Yeah, Gallo's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout at all. Gallo's obviously, he came in last season and, and he filled in the gap last mm-hmm. year for Man United. You look at the goals he scored, he didn't score too many relevant goals. But Sheffield United would be a nice shout for him. I think he, he'd work well there. Yeah. Compared to Shane Long, Shane Long scored one goal every, he averages one goal every seven games for Southampton in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Sheffield United averaged one goal every 18 games probably. So I think Shane Long is probably the best option. The best option. But Igarlo, if that doesn't work, especially because mm-hmm. he's got a permit as well, mm-hmm. yeah, that Igarlo's a nice yeah. shout. But the, the thing yeah. with them is there's options. Yeah. Is there any other options you thought of, boys? Or, or do you think Shane Long's the outstanding choice uh, and maybe Igarlo's the, the backup option? Is there any other for, for being realistic, yeah, probably. I mean, I'd love to see Sheffield United go for Adam Armstrong. Yeah. I think Adam well, Armstrong's well, a fantastic we, we suge- Obviously, I suggested him for Leicester, and I, I think... I think many teams could get Adam Ar- yeah, Armstrong. I know, and that's the thing. That's, that's um, the thing, is that I think they'll be just out of their depth to get a player on, on the rise at the moment. True. The, the pulling powers in the position they're in at the moment, but I, I think Chen Long, realistically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Before we move on, finally, opinions on Chris Wilder. Do we think he is going to stay in the job? And do we think if they do go down, he's able to bring them back up? What's what's our opinions on Chris Wilder, guys? Do you think he deserves the time, obviously, taking them that massive journey from League One into the Championship and then that fast rise to the Premier League, really? Can we see him staying? And can we see... Because the owner, the owner at Sheffield isn't the most easy to deal with I've heard in the past so Ronan do you think Chris Wilder deserves that time and do you think he'll be given that time those two different questions what's your opinion I think he deserves it I think he's done so much for the club that he's earned that same sort of way like sort of I know we're going to talk about Burnley but the same thing with Sean Dyche he he was up mm-hmm. and then came down but kept his job and just came back up but um, mm-hmm. I do think he deserves it I, I think Chris Wilder's a good manager I do I don't think he's a bad manager. He's done. He's done really well. The question is, will the owners sort of back him and put that trust in him? Like you say, it can be difficult. I think it depends if they finish rock bottom or not. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a factor. I know yeah. getting relegated is obviously not what you want, but I think finishing rock bottom can say a lot of things as well. Whereas if mm-hmm. you've, you're in a relegation battle and it goes down to the final day, then there's things that you can work with that. Whereas if you're rock bottom and you're 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 relegated four weeks before the season's finished or something like that, then it could be hard for him to keep his job and something like that. But yeah, I think he deserves the time. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he deserves time as well. And I think he deserves that chance to bring them back up if they do go down. Theo, what's what's your call on Chris Wilder? And you were you because you were saying that you weren't a big fan of his him sticking with the same players and, and that. Do you, what's your opinion on that? Well, he deserves time. If they stick with it, they have a get rid of him, get a new guy and give it a chance. But if they don't, he deserves time to bring them back up because of the job mm-hmm. he's done. I don't like Chris Wilder. I don't like him as a person. I think what he's done this this season, all the managers are against him. He's called out Klopp. He's called out Guardiola. He's had running battles with Solskjaer as well. So I don't like what, what he's doing. I don't mm. like the guy, but he's done a phenomenal job. You can't deny that. Yeah, yeah, I've got to say. Well, that's that. That's what we've got to go on, guys. I think for, for Sheffield, we think... Do we think they're going to finish rock bottom then, boys? Let, let's just finally say, where are we thinking? 20th? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think at the moment it looks likely, and I, I really hope they don't break Derby's record. I think it's funny that Derby's got that rather than I, I quite like Sheffield. I've got a soft spot for them, I think, and uh, and I quite like. I would them like to see them turn around. Looking very unlikely, but I would yeah. like to. Yeah, yeah. As 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 a someone fan, I've seen many miracles. So Sheffield United fans, if you if any of you are listening, keep your heads up because. Yeah, it, it can't get worse than being a Sunderland fan, I'll tell you that. Um, anyway, moving on to the next team, that's West Bromwich Albion. So West Bromwich Albion sacked Slavin Bilic. Do we think that was the correct decision, boys? Obviously, got a 1-1 draw against Man City. Do you think the timing was right? And, and Ronan, I'll go to you first. What's your opinion on, on the sacking of Bilic? I think it was very harsh. Mm-hmm. I don't think he deserved to be sacked. Mm-hmm. I know they didn't have the best of starts, but I don't think that... I think Bilic was treated very harshly. He didn't even know he was getting sacked until he was on the bus home, I seen, mm-hmm. after the, the City game. I mean, yeah, he got a great point against City. He got a point against Chelsea earlier on the season. They've not... I don't think they're an awful team. And I don't think Bilic had them playing badly. I know they got an absolute thumping off Crystal Palace, but no, I, I don't think I don't think that was right, especially with the budget mm. that the board gave him as well. Yeah, to expect him quite, to get results with that, it's it's, yeah. it's just and poor. I, he made but, it quite he made it quite obvious. I think that he wasn't happy with the business that had yeah. been done. Well, that's um, the thing. I think they were the West Brom owners are trying to sell right now, and it's it looks like a Swansea. It's almost like what Swansea were a wee bit trying to sell the club and uh, not spending money. And that's what West Brom have basically done. They've they've hardly spent this season. Theo, they've brought in a man that knows how to survive, though, and that's Sam Allardyce. Do you think this is the time that Sam Allardyce will get relegated? Or, or what's your opinion? Do you think he could keep them up? What What's your opinion on that and, and Big Sam? Yeah, West Brom will stay up. The, the, just going back to Billich, the Billich sacking, the timing was poor. Mm. The draw they got at Man City was really good. But I've been thinking a lot about this, and that's just an isolated incident. If you look past it, this season they've shipped a lot of goals. The games they've won, it's been down to their goalkeeper. That Chelsea point, they were three up at half-time. If they kept Billich, yeah, it probably would have pleased the fans, but they would 100% have got relegated. And the squad that came up this season was not a bad squad. You look at West Brom's team man-to-man and West Brom have actually got a team good enough to still stay up, in my opinion. Big Sam, he came in, uh, the Villa performance was was shambolic, but Mm -hmm. if there's any man who can save a team once he gets working on them, it's Big Sam. And and really, the the resources he's got at the moment, I mean, players like Grady Diangana, Carlin Grant scores goals, Phillips works his socks off. The back five are not bad, to be honest. They're not. They're not and Sam Johnson's a good goalkeeper. So 
I think they'll stay up this season. Yeah, I I did call it at the start, but I, mm-hmm. and I do think they'll stay up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really want West Brom to go down. I, not not West. I'm not a big fan of West Brom in in one one scenario, but I like Sam Allardyce at Sunderland. Don't get me wrong. I, I liked what he done for Sunderland, and I thought we could have grown slightly under him. Obviously, he was on his high with England, went into the England job. And then it kind of went downhill after that with Everton and then Palace was okay. He's been out of job for a while, but I just want this this old batch of managers to go out of football. It, it needs to change. This this thing of bringing in a man like Tony Pulis, Sam Allardyce, Steve Bruce is another example of like Newcastle. He's doing okay, I guess, at the moment. But Mark Hughes, another example, like bringing in these old managers to try and just survive. And, and fair enough, financially it's probably worth it but i just want it to end and what's your opinion on that ronan would you be in agreement with that yeah the the whole point of the i get these these teams like you say financially it's good for them it keeps them up another season but you want to have as a as a premier league team mm-hmm. no matter what team you are in the premier league you always want to be progressing and these kind of managers don't progress. They mm-hmm. they they like stand still, do their job for the season, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And Big Sam, Big Sam, as we know, he's a proven man, proven manager in the Premier League. He knows what he's doing. He was good in his youth. He was a good manager back in the day. Like obviously Blackburn and and Bolton, Bolton being his main one, and he'd done all right at Sunderland. And Newcastle just... was a sta- was a, a a salty moment, but. But when you when you look at it, he's he's not a bad manager. It's just no, he's not. He's, he's got this man. reputation. It's this reputation that I don't he's like. Not a bad manager at all. If anything, he's actually quite a good manager. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Never been relegated. I don't know if he'll be able to do it with this mm-hmm. team. I think yeah. this team might just be too too weak. Mm-hmm. But I've got and before we go into things, I've got to give a big uh, mention to Gallagher. What a player he is, that boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, Connor Gallagher. Yeah. Uh, on loan for Chelsea. He's mm-hmm. if anything, he's been the standout player. It's not been Diangana. Yeah. Where, where yeah, where was he in the championship before Theo? Do you know where he was before Gallagher? He was at Charlton and then because he did so well first bit of the uh-huh. season, he went to Swansea second Swansea. bit. That was it, yeah. Yeah. I thought he, he was at, I remember when he was at Charlton done well and then went somewhere I was wasn't sure where, but yeah, he's I, I like Gallagher as well, Ron, as you were saying that. I he scores on and off he scores on and off the field, that guy. Does he now? Right, good. Fair play, lad. Fair play. Anyway, but moving into the team itself. So Sam Johnston and goals. I think he's okay. I don't think. I think he's still got. He still deserves a bit more time, in my opinion, to prove whether he is to be a number one goalkeeper in the league. But the problem is he's not got much competition. I think Jonathan Bond, a very average goalkeeper, probably a low championship goalkeeper. Uh, David Button, a very average keeper as well. They've got some younger guys. Josh Griffiths is on loan, out on loan at the moment and also Alex Palmer. Do we think they can maybe bring in a, a goalkeeper? Do you think uh, they don't need it with, obviously, Sam Johnson, Theo? Do you, do you think they need any uh, any other goalkeepers? I think Sam Johnson's probably got West Brom probably about seven, eight points this season. Mm-hmm. And that's all the points they've had. So, so yeah, Jonathan Bond, I'd get a new backup or maybe a new number one in the summer. At the mm-hmm. moment, Johnson will probably see them through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. Moving on to the back line, I think the position that I've got here is a left-back and a centre-back. I think they need 
I quite like so I quite like Ajayi, Semi Ajayi. I think he's a decent player. It proved well, it done well at Rotherham before he joined West Brom, and he done well in the Championship last uh, last season. Was part of that team the season that went up, and yeah, and yeah, I think he deserves more time. And also like Kyle Bartley, I think Kyle Bartley, he's nothing special, but he'll do the job. He's a man that I think will be relied on to be that leader in the back line to help Ajayi with positioning. And I think Sam will get them playing better. I just think they could do with one more in there as well. So I've got down as a centre-back, I've got Christian Bielek from Derby County. I think Derby County are doing really poor, but Bielek's a good player. He's done really well at Charlton. Before he joined Derby, he was on loan from Arsenal at Charlton and then was, I think, sold for £10 million. So I think at the moment, you'll probably get Bielek around about 10 11 12 million probably. I don't think it'll be much more than that. So yeah, I think that's a good shout. Have you got any other shouts, Theo? Have you got anyone from the maybe the Championship or, or another another player from the Premier League that maybe could maybe come in for, for Big Sam? In terms of centre-back... Defenders, yeah, <laughs> defenders or centre backs. I've got a left back as well, but have you got any options for defenders? Because I, I think they could do with maybe one or two. But I mean, knowing Big Sam, he'll go for one of his core players. So you know, like uh, like uh, um, Pascal Chimbonda or something. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I, I I actually wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't strengthen too much. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think he likes bringing in at least one centre-back. That's always been my opinion. Ronan, have you got me any shouts for West Brom? Or, yeah, have you got anything well, to add? First of all, like, I think there's another centre-back in there that you've not mentioned who I think is a good player, but he never played under Bill H once, and it was Cedric Kipri. He was good at Wigan. He mm-hmm. was good at Wigan, yeah. and West mm-hmm. Brom signed him in the summer. But I don't think that was a Slav and Bilic signing. I think that was a board signing and I don't think Bilic was ever keen on it. And I right. think that's why he's not in that squad. Mm-hmm. So I would. I don't think he's a bad defender to have as well. But if you're talking Big Sam, the type of player, like, again, I think he's probably the, the worst defender in the world. But, but you could see Big Sam going for somebody like Phil Jones. He's that, that type of player. Yeah. That, that, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That, that Sam would go for. I don't rate Jones at all, but did he I have could... him at? Did was Big Sam when Jones was at Blackburn, or was that after after Big Sam? I'm not entirely sure. It might have been was after. It, was it Allardyce or Steve Keane or someone? It, it was, might have been someone like that. It possibly was. Yeah, yeah. So he maybe definitely, after... he definitely knows him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if he knows him, that's that's a, that's a good shout actually. Yeah, Phil Jones. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm... Phil Jones or or maybe someone from the Championship like be like might be. A, Maybe good options. If you get Phil Jones, you have to get Chris Smallin. Chris Smallin. Yeah, that that's the song. I was I wasn't gonna sing it, but Theo had to be cringy, everyone. That's that's Theo's job to be cringy on the pod. Moving on though, I think a left back again, I I they have they have Kieran Gibbs. Kieran Gibbs is okay. But I don't think he's anything special personally. I think they could do it with maybe a bit more quality. So I've gone for Emerson from Chelsea, not getting a sniff at all, maybe on loan. I think that might be a good shout. Yeah, I think he's a good shout. Does, does anyone have suggestions for maybe a left back? Or do you think Kieran Gibbs is just the one to, to, to be in there for the season? Yeah. I'll go to, to Ronan first. Yeah, I don't think Kieran Gibbs is awful. He's not brilliant. He's not awful, but he'll do you the job for the season. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, like, I don't know if. They particularly need a left back to come in to start. I don't think Kieran Gibbs has mm-hmm. done anything particularly wrong. Mm-hmm. 
He's just yeah. you're absolutely left back. I don't see why. I think there's other areas of the team that would need strengthened before left back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think maybe I was also thinking Greg Taylor also from, from from Celtic might be an option. Obviously, not getting much game time. Do you think that might be another another option? Greg Taylor, and I, I doubt it because he only just signed last season, and mm-hmm. also maybe um, on a loan though. I was thinking more on a loan basis, like to get maybe maybe a, he was. Uh, I mean, he's, he's played the last two games for Celtic, so he's oh, kind of okay. back into the the sort of right sort of team again a bit. Whether that's down to just resting. Laxalt, who's been playing every game for Celtic, but mm-hmm. not like I don't, I can't see that one happening. But right. it's not a out in terms of for West Brom if they were looking for someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So Emerson, I think yeah. I think over. I I only came up with Greg Taylor because I thought, oh, if he's not getting game time at Celtic, then maybe that's might be a shout. But I think I, I had Emerson Bielek. That's uh, in terms of defenders. I think that's that's kind of. I think Bielek's more likely. Oh, Bielek or Jones actually. I don't know. It's tough. Either Bielek or Jones and then Emerson left back. I think that's good shoots for, for West Brom. Moving on to the midfield though, because I don't want to stay, we don't want to drag it on too much about West Brom. But yeah, I think in terms of midfield, Theo, you've been a big fan of Rakeem Harper. Uh, no, not Rakeem Harper. Roman, Roman Sawyers. Sawyers. That's what I'm thinking of. Roman Sawyers. You've been a big fan of Roman Sawyers. And obviously they've got Connor Gallagher, as Ronan just mentioned there. But do you think they need anyone else in midfield? Obviously got Jake Livermore as well as the, as the captain. But do you think they could do with maybe maybe one more player? I, I've got a defensive midfielder, so I'll, I'll give my suggestion in a second. But if, what do you think of the midfield for West Brom? Midfield's not actually too bad. Connor Gallagher's been really impressive of late. And mm-hmm. I like Roman Sawyers. He, he, he does things that... A lot of people don't notice what he does, mm-hmm. but he, he's very, very tidy. I've, I've seen him play live a number of times for Brentford, and he's mm-hmm. ace. In terms of midfield, Livermore, I don't like Livermore. He got sent off at the weekend, and, and I, I don't like him. In terms of central midfielders, the player I'm quite a big fan of, I think he should go for players who have a point to prove. And I've always been a fan of Ryan Woods. He's, he's slipped. Yeah. Um, he slipped. Mm-hmm. Brentford, he's Brentford went to Stoke, right, didn't okay, work, yeah. and he's yeah. at Millwall now. So Is I he think right? he's okay. too good for there, but he's a good shout. And also, just talking of Stoke, Joe Allen would be a decent shout for West Brom. Mm-hmm. I think they could Allardyce could really make it work there. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's a few options actually for uh, for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like the shout of Joe Allen. I think. And also, it. sorry, I'm just sorry, sorry. Ivan Sonich, who plays for Blues. Yeah, I, I thought Sonich is 100% a Billich player. So I'm sure he could become an Allardyce player. Mm, I don't think he'll sign him now. If he, if he was a bill, if he came in the summer, I could have seen that possibly being the case. But yeah, I don't think Allardyce will sign him. I, I've got one more suggestion that, from the Championship, and I'll give him a second and uh, a proven Premier League player. But Ronan, have you got any options for for midfield for for West Brom? Well, first of all, on a side, well, not a side note, Jake Livermore. Mm-hmm. Theo says he didn't like him. He doesn't like him, and he got sent off at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Big Sam actually criticised him at the weekend and actually even hinted at him losing his captaincy. Oh, so he did. So I don't think Big Sam is a big a big fan of Jake Livermore. Right. Mm. I, see what um, you, I see what you did there. <laughs> big Sam, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, he's so I think he'll be looking for a midfielder in January because I don't think he's a big fan of Jake Livermore, and mm-hmm. he's obviously got Gallagher and Sawyer's, and I totally agree with. Theo on Sawyers, I think he's very tidy, very mm-hmm. good player. He doesn't do a lot wrong, and along with Conor Gallagher, who's who's obviously doing really well. In terms of who would this again, you're trying to think of that sort of 
that sort of play. Like, maybe somebody like, I don't even know if Big Sam would even go for somebody like a, a Danny Drinkwater or something like that. But again, he's totally lost it and he's all, he's been at Aston Villa and he's been at, well, obviously he didn't work at Chelsea, he's been at Aston Villa and Burnley and he's not even getting game time there. No, so like, no. it's just... I, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's the best no. option personally for, for this. The player that I've got is Nathaniel Chalabar at Watford. I think Nathaniel Chalabar suits Big Sam. I know Sam Allardyce likes having proven Premier League experience in his team. Obviously starting his career at Chelsea and then moving on to several other championship clubs. He was at likes of Middlesbrough, Burnley, and then he ended up at Watford in the end. A short stint at Napoli as well, let's not forget that, but ended up at Watford, has been there for a number of seasons now and is starting to finally get the game time that he deserves. So maybe a step to, to West Brom if they were to get relegated, he'd be a very useful player in the championship. So definitely a player worth, worth looking at. And as you said, I didn't know about Big Sam calling out Livermore there, but yeah, I think if they were to replace a player like Jake Livermore with Nathaniel Chalaba, I think that would be a really good option. Another option, because Sam Allardyce likes going for French players, he was known to do this at Sunderland, for example, with Jan and Villa, and also likes Alimine Coney. I think a player that might be good in defensive midfield or central midfield is Montpellier's Teji Severnia. So I think he'd be a really good option as well. So yes, I'd say either between Chalaba or Severnia, West Brom could do uh, a bit of business there and, and bring in a decent centre defensive midfielder. Yeah, I liked Joe Allen as well. I thought that was a good shout. So I think Joe Allen or one of those two would be the best choice for West Brom. Moving on, I didn't go anyone on the wings. Obviously got Pereira and Diangana. I didn't think they needed anyone else. And they've got Callum Robinson as well as an option. And right. a few few young players as well. I've looked at for a striker. They've got Carlin Grant. I do like Carlin Grant as a player. I've, I've liked Carlin Grant for the last couple of years. Thought he was too good for Charlton. Got picked up by Huddersfield. And then, obviously, has gone to the Premier League. But I do think they need competition for him. So, again, I suggested possibly Rodri Nagalo as another option for, for West Brom. But I also thought of Kielecci and Iannaccio. We were talking about he, he needs to move. And I think, yeah, it might, might be a good shout for, for Big Sam, a project for Big Sam to take on. And I think Iannaccio, yeah, he needs some game time, maybe a loan to begin with and see how he does. So, yeah, a decent option. Have you got any options for strikers or, or attacking players of, of any sort, boys? I'll go to Ronan first. This one, I will not be surprised and I think he would be perfect for West Brom. Mm -hmm. He's older, but he'll get the job done in the six months. Roy Deeney. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a player that Big Sam would like. He's mm -hmm. a player that would suit West Brom. And yeah. a proven goal scorer in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. I think he's the type of player. He's 32. He's a wee bit older, but mm -hmm. he'll still do a job for you. And I think he is the exact type of player that West Brom are missing. I suggested Troy Deeney for Burnley. I was going to suggest him for Burnley. I think he suits Burnley much more. He's a really Sean Dyche player. I could see him being a Sean Dyche player rather than an Allardyce player. But I, I see it. I think, yeah, I like Deeney. I think he's, he's solid enough. We'll get you five, ten goals. Yeah, De decent shout there. Theo, any options for, for attacking players for Big Sam to go, go and sign? Yeah, knowing, knowing him, he'd be probably looking for someone of the same elk as Dwight Gale. Dwight Gale type mm -hmm. player. He likes one quick and one kind of really big, big striker. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't scoring for Chelsea, he'd be going for Olivier Giroud. Mm -hmm. And he'd be putting quite a bit of cash on for him. But I'm really interested to see what Allardyce does because Allardyce finds bargains. He does. Um, yeah, Allardyce in the transfer market, I, I'd love to read. I've, I've read his biography and he's very thorough in what he does. So I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. 
you got any any shouts there, Ronan, or or what? One more that I, I I was going to suggest, and you'll know a bit about him, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I think Josh Madger is another shout. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Josh Madger is a good player, but I just think to come into a relegation battle, I don't think it's the right step for his career. Personally, I think he could maybe do with the, a mid-table club to to be second striker to. But we better move on. I think that that's some decent shouts, boys. Better move on to the other two teams and cover them. So we'll go for Burnley next. Because we, we just said, obviously, Troy Deeney, that was a shout by myself for a striker. I've got a couple options for them. I suggested fullbacks. I also suggested a central midfielder, a right midfielder, and then striker. So for, for fullbacks, again, I heard this name mentioned in a previous one. Again, I think it's a bit unrealistic with Rangers being top of the SPL, is James Tavernier. James Tavernier, a really good player, but captain of Rangers. So I don't think he'll leave. But I do think they need a right back in replacement of Matt Lout, and I don't think Matt Loughton's good enough. Have you just got any suggestion, boys, for maybe a, a right back for Burnley? I'll go to Theo first. Matt Loughton. Mm-hmm. Matt Matt Loughton is so solid. Got so much. Really? I think he's really? I think yeah, 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 yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I, I personally I think he's okay, but I don't think he's anything special. But yeah, uh, okay. I, I don't mind. I think they did miss they did miss out on one of the sh- the lads that Sheffield got, Bogle and Lowe. Yeah. One of them would have been good at Burnley. To Bogle, be but they yeah. got Phil Bardley. Phil Bardley is back. Bardley's good, so yeah. yeah. Bardo. I love Bardo. A, a player that someone should never have got rid of um, because he was, he was, he was a, he's a hard-working player, Bardo. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I, I think they need full-backs. I, I, I've gone for a left-back as well. I'll, I'll get your opinion opinions on this, boys. I, I thought of possible loan signings. Zinchenko, obviously at Man City, not getting any game time. And I've also got Harvey Elliott. Obviously on loan at Blackburn at the moment, but if Burnley were to approach Liverpool and say we want him to play Premier League football for a six-month loan, I think Liverpool would recall him off Blackburn. I, I really do. I think they would be willing to do that to get him playing Premier League football. I don't think that's a bad option for Burnley to go and suggest. Out of those two options, Theo, do, do you think Sinchenko or, or Elliot? Or, oh, I'll go for, for Sinchenko and I'll get Ronan's opinion on Elliot. But Sinchenko, what's, what's your opinion on, on, on him? Love those shouts. Really, really good shouts there, Jordan. Yeah, I like Zinchenko. I think Zinchenko is way too good to be sitting on City's bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, another player that I've actually watched play and absolutely fantastic player, utility mm-hmm. player. I think Man City are missing something this season and, and mm-hmm. he's a bit that they're missing. So what a signing that would be for Burnley. Yeah, on loan, I think that would be a good deal. And Ronan, your opinion on Harvey Elliott, how well has he done in the Championship? Because he's been amazing for Blackburn. And, and do you think that they could maybe bring... Do you think that Burnley, if they went to Liverpool and said, we want him to play Premier League football for six months for a loan, do you think Liverpool would be willing to take him away from Blackburn? And, and what's your opinion on that? Um, personally, I think he should stay at Blackburn for the season. I think he needs to play regularly, play in the Championship. Right now, you can see that he's from his form at the moment, he's kind of coping with the Championship quite well. Obviously, he still needs to prove himself that step up to the Premier League, but mm-hmm. I think it's too early for that. The boy's only 17. He's maybe it might be 18 now. Mm-hmm. But I know he's very young anyway, so I would I think maybe potentially next season a Premier League team. I don't think he's he, he's ready for that challenge yet, Harvey Elliott. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be unfair to Blackburn to take him away from from them. They've they've done really well, and I think 
I, I would like him to stay there. But do you think it's a possibility, Theo? What, what's your opinion on that? Do you think it, it could be a possibility for Burnley to maybe try and persuade Elliot and maybe persuade Liverpool to, to get to get that early experience in there? Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's, it's, there's no question about it that it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Burnley are in the Premier League. Burnley are an established club. Blackburn, he's having a great time at the moment. So, so you know, and he's playing in an attack-minded team. Mm-hmm. I think for, for me, and it's a player who they should have gone for in, in the summer before mm-hmm. he went on loan anyway, should have got Harry Wilson. Yeah. Could have bought him permanently yeah, yeah. from Liverpool, mm-hmm. under 10 million. I mean, he was, he was perfect for Burnley. He fits mm-hmm. the mould perfectly. Other than that, I mean, Harvey Elliott would be great if you could get him, but surprised they didn't go for Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As as you said, Elliot can play all left wing, left back, left wing back. Can play up that left side anywhere he wants, really, and probably could play on the right as well. But yeah, Harry Wilson would be a good option for the right mid. I was suggested. I'll, I'll cover a centre mid in a second because I've got a, a centre mid that I'll ask Ronan about. But right mids are suggested Jordan Shakiri again, not getting any game time. We suggest them for maybe Brighton and Southampton, Theo. I think we suggest them. But I've also gone for Brian Mbwemu from Brentford. He'd cost a wee bit more though. I think you'd have to buy him for about £12 million from Brentford. I think he's a decent player, French. 21-year-old, done really well in the Championship last couple of seasons. I think he's a good shout. What's your opinion on Mbwemu then, Theo? Yeah, Mbwemu is a decent player actually. He's, he scored a lot of goals for Brentford. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a bad shout for a step up. Mm-hmm. It's just again that the thing that it's, it's an extra gamble because he's gone from Brentford an attack-minded team mm-hmm. yeah, to Burnley. <laughs> and the problem is, and this is no disrespect to a team who you know I have a soft spot for, mm-hmm. but they only suit a certain mould of player. So only a certain section of player can play for Burnley. And he doesn't really strike me as that player who would jump in front of a 10-ton truck. Mm-hmm. For but, but the problem, I think, is that Burnley need to try and break that because that's been their downfall in my opinion they've, they've, they've stuck to their roots and I think that's good mm. but you need to be able to transition to completely, a more completely agree with you but mm-hmm. the only problem is that'll never happen with Dyson Charge mm-hmm. and also look at Sheffield United they're trying to change philosophy this year and look what's happening Mm-hmm. In the but I think they, they players, were attacking you know last I mean? season, though. They were attacking last season as well, though. They were attacking. They were already quite an attacking side. And I just think that Burnley need to be bringing in better players than Dale Stevens. I'm sorry. When they brought Dale Stevens in from Blooming Brighton in the summer, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke for a Premier League team to be only spending 500000 in the transfer market, in the summer transfer market. I mean, but to be honest. Yeah. I do completely agree with you, but there's stuff going on with the takeover at Burnley. Right. So they're going to be taken over. So I, obviously, Sean, uh, big Sean was, uh, Sean Paul, Sean was not happy with mm-hmm. what was happening in the summer, but they have to spend it. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So you were shaking your head to, to Shakiri, Ronan. Why is that? Do you not think that he's up for the fight? Obviously, was it Stoke, but they went they went down. But do you think Shakiri could maybe just add a wee bit of star quality to, to this Burnley team? I think it would be a good signing for Burnley, but I don't think Shakiri would would even think about going there. I think he'd want a better club than Burnley. Yeah, he's, he's happy. He's, he's not, happy accepting the pay packet at Liverpool, ain't he? he on, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's an attitude problem with Shakiri. That's why he doesn't. He's not getting a game with yeah. 
with Liverpool because I don't think Shakiri's a bad player. I think actually think Shakiri's a very good player. Mm-hmm. But obviously there's an attitude problem there, and I wonder if someone yeah. like Sean Dyke would that would put up with that as as well. Yeah, because Sean Dyke likes his players to to be organised and well disciplined, and mm-hmm. Shakiri's just not that type of player. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I think Shakiri. Yeah, I think he could end up in the Bundesliga again at some point. I think that's most more than likely. But I just thought, yeah, there's not many right mids out there, and I thought they, them two were probably the best. Shirts. I think Mbwemu would be the most exciting. I, I would like to see Mbwemu. I think that's the most exciting. Theo, have you got any suggestions? Yeah, this is so unorthodox, mm-hmm. but I would love a return for Marko Arnautovic to the Premier League, and. Marco Arnautovic at Burnley as well. That taught, that sort of mould, mm-hmm. I would probably buy a Burnley season ticket if I could. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Arnautovic is a striker also, possible striker and possible... Yeah, yeah, a decent shout there. Maybe a Marco Arnautovic. Yeah, I'll put him down off on the list as, as, as an option. Marco Arnautovic, I think that's... that's an, that's a, that, yeah, that's a that's a decent option. Maybe maybe once out of China, which I think everyone does, once they've stayed there a year, I think they're looking to come back. So yeah, I definitely think that's a good option. Looking at other strikers, though, I had Olivia Giroud down, who we mentioned earlier that any team could go for. I think he suits their their big man up top. Obviously, they've got Chris Wood, they've got Ashley Barnes, and yeah, the, these players are really good. But I think. Jadou suits that style. Lucas Zhao as well from Reading. He's done really well this season. Yeah, he'd be a decent option, I think, maybe to take a gamble on. If you did go down, he'd be a decent player in the championship. Timmy Puki as well, a, a, a player that Norwich, Norwich looked like they're going up, so I don't think that's that's the least likely, I think, out of the options that I've got. I had Troy Deeney down as a late option as well for, for Burnley, but obviously Ronan, you suggested him for West Brom might be a good shout at Sam Allardyce type signing. And also Therese Campbell from Stoke as well. I think he's a decent player as well. Young player coming through the divisions and the ranks at Stoke, I think he might be a good option. Does any of those options sound good to you boys? I'll go to Ronan. Any of those options sound decent options for Burnley? And if not, have you got any other suggestions apart from them? Or what do you think of them options? like? I think... Uh... Yeah, again, like Troy Deeney is the, the obvious one again. Whether it's he goes to West Brom or Burnley, whoever he goes to, he's going to improve. If he does move, that's if he even moves, which I think he will. I think he will want to come back to the Premier League. There are some good shouts in there. I think another shout, I know that they kind of have players like him already mm-hmm. at Burnley, but I could see someday like Andy Carroll going there. Uh, he's a Sean Dyche type of player, but they obviously have the likes of Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes, who are quite similar to Carroll. But I, I don't know, I think somebody like him. I also see a, a rumour with Burnley as well, whether they would be able to do it or not, is Ahmed Musa, who's desperate to come right. back to the... Mm-hmm. He's desperate. Leicester, yeah, I remember him at Leicester, yeah, and was in the Russian leagues at times. And Yeah, he's, his contract was terminated, so he's a free agent, so right. it's whether they would go for someone like him. I don't know if he's much of a Burnley player, maybe more of a West a West Brom player. I don't know. but Maybe more um, of a, the next team will go on to Fulham. I think that yeah, might be a more shout for someone like them. But um, No, like that's the only sort of player I could think of, somebody like Andy Carroll. But they have players like that already, but that seems to be the kind of players that Sean Dyke likes, two big physical guys up yeah. front. Yeah, yeah. again, I think Troy Deeney for any relegated club would be a decent option. From Watford aren't guaranteed to come up again, so they're fifth in the championship at the moment. So sitting outside, four points outside the top two, probably will get the, the playoffs. But again, it's 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 a it's a tough thing to say. And I think Troy Deeney, I think, yeah, any players from 
Watford might be looking for a move back to the Premier League. Yeah, some good options there, boys, for, for Burnley. Moving on to the next team, and that's Fulham. I really like the Fulham team, and, and we were talking about this earlier. I think Fulham are the ones that are likely to stay up. It's hard to say, well, I think it's between... It's hard because Allardyce is so experienced, but Parker is really inexperienced, but he's actually starting to develop his, his game a bit and willing to change tactics now and again, and he's got some exciting players. Ronan, I'll go to you. Do you think that maybe that they can stay up, or, or, or yeah. what's your opinion on that? At the moment, looking the way the league's going, Fulham look like they're the team that are playing the best out of the four teams we're, we're discussing. And I can see a big improvement in Fulham in the last sort of three, four weeks. They look like they've turned a corner, kind of found a bit of rhythm. I like Scott Parker. I think he's a really good manager. He's, mm-hmm. like you say, he's young and inexperienced, but the way that he, he speaks in his press conferences, you can see how much he really, sounds daft, but how much he loves football and how passionate he is about it. Yeah. He was a great player. He was a great player, Scott Parker. I love Scott Parker, yeah. You can see how much he's demanding of his players, Mm -hmm. but not in a way that he's he's absolutely going through them. It's more of a sort of a way of how he encourages them and tells them exactly what needs done. Mm -hmm. And I just think, I I love watching his press conferences because he really does have this sort of passion. And I think tactically, he's not the worst manager either. I do think he's a good manager and I think if anyone is to stay up, like you say, it's difficult with Big Sam because he's proven to stay up, but I don't know if he'll be able to do it with the squad that he's got at West Brom, but I do think that mm-hmm. Fulham are, I think Fulham have got a bit of hope, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Theo, would you have to agree with that? Do you think Fulham are got are best equipped at the moment without the transfers? Do you think they're best equipped to, to stay in the division? It's, it's an interesting one. On paper, yes, but but paper is is not is not a good. It's not on the pitch. It's not on the pitch. No, I think Scott Scott Parker he's done incredible to turn it around, and mm-hmm. it's about time he did, because to start the season with Dennis Adoy and Tim Ream in it in was a so football poor. team, it was so poor. I, I think Dennis Adoy is one of the worst players I, I've ever witnessed play. I mean, he's ruined many moments of you, my life. You, you've, you've, not, you've not watched Sunderland enough, man. You've not watched Sunderland. Mate, mate, I've watched my first year with Blues, but. I think the one thing that Fulham have got this season is, is a good goalkeeper in Ariola, mm-hmm. and also they, they've got yeah. they've got goals. Mm-hmm. No denying that Fulham have got a lot of goals in them. Mm-hmm. So just the one thing that I question, and with relegation battles, the reason Burnley stay up every year is because they have that that ability to win the games against the teams they need to win. Fulham, they don't, they don't, they've not developed that yet, mm-hmm. and Scott Parker's not got that managerial experience experience, which I think is a little bit of a uh, disadvantage almost. But I hope they stay up because mm-hmm. I love the the changes he's made and how they've improved. And that's what you want to see from a team in this season. Mm-hmm. However, and I know this will disappoint you guys and look, I, I, I apologise, but I do think they'll just go down this season. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a close they've call. Got too many stre- they've got too many streaky players. I, I would have said that a few weeks back. But I've seen a different Fulham now, and I'm I'm I I am more confident that they'll put up more of a battle. And I I just think I want to see I want to see Sam Allardyce go down. I want that record to be broken now. It it needs to be broken. Times times ticking, and I think he he deserves to go. Going through the rest of the team, you, you mentioned Ariola. I think Ariola, fantastic goalkeeper, great signing. I think it was on a loan deal from Real Madrid. Real Madrid or PSG? I'm not sure what club he's at now. I, I really don't PSG. know. It's a PSG, right? So really good loan signing. 
I do. I I think that Rodak really is unlucky because he did really well mm. in the championship. He was really unfortunate to lose his spot. But looking at the defence, their fullbacks fine, good fullbacks. Kenny Tetty, decent player. Olaina as well on as as a right wing back slash right back as well. Looking at left back, I've got to say Joe Bryan. I'm a huge fan of Joe Bryan. I think he's a solid player. Was a key factor, a reason they went up. And then they've got Anthony Robinson, who's been coming back into the team from a, a young lad that I suggested before the summer to for teams to go after, because I think he's a decent player, the young American. They've also got Terence Congolo still. Like, how is Terence Congolo still in, in this team? But he's, he's a decent player. Like, he was a decent player in the Dutch leagues before as well. The the one thing is centre-backs. I, I love Joachim Anderson. I think Joachim Anderson... A, a bigger team should have had Joachim Anderson. I don't know why he's at Fulham. Like, how, how he's been allowed to go to Fulham is mental. Then he got in the summer. He's a brilliant yeah. player. Brilliant player indeed, yeah, Ronan. But the other player they've got is Toysen Adedabayo. I think that's how you say his name. The young lad that's came from City. Decent player. Got a lot of potential. And they've formed a good partnership, them two. Anderson and Adedabayo. But the rest of the centre-backs, Reem, Adoy, as Theo mentioned, Larmachand, and Michael Hector. Michael Hector's decent, but he's nothing special. But I think they need a centre-back. And I've got a suggestion. Reading's captain, Liam Moore, um, suggests he's a decent player, solid player, could make that step into the Premier League. He's 27, so decent age as well. But if they didn't want to spend a lot of money, because that would be a decent transfer fee they'd have to pick him up for. And if they want to go for a loan, Andres Christensen from Chelsea, not getting any game time, could do with a loan. Yeah, might be a decent option. I don't know what you boys would think of uh, I'll go to Theo about Liam Moore. Do you think he he's ready to make a move into the Premier League? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a good shout. I think he he'd be a fantastic player to have. So, so yeah, uh, good shout. Yeah, yeah. And do you think Christensen would be a good option as a as a loan deal, possibly Ronan? Do you think he needs a I mean, a chance at another club? And obviously that partnership as well with because. Is he? He's Danish, Anderson, isn't he? He's Danish, yeah, yeah, Anderson's Danish as well. So a Danish partnership maybe, maybe could, could form there as well. Like that'd be quite. Ooh, easy. Danish friends. <laughs> Danish friends, indeed. Yeah. Well, wasn't it? Was that Jamie Fardy that done that with Cash Schmeichel? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was hilarious. It was indeed. It what, was what? indeed. Jamie Fardy's a legend, mate. What a legend. But yeah, do you think that might be a good shout for for Christensen and, and Anderson to build a partnership at Fulham, maybe? Yeah, Christensen. I don't think he's particularly a great defender, but I think he's the type of player that Fulham would definitely get the best out of him. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad shout, Christensen, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, de- decent options. Have you got any other shouts for centre-backs, boys, before we, we move through the rest of the team? Any any, any shouts? I just had someone in my head, but he's totally slipped. If it comes back, I'll let you know. Right, but... uh, yeah, just let me know. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll move on through to the rest of the team. The midfield, I think they're fine for defensive midfielders like central central midfielders themselves they could do with maybe one attacking midfielder and I'll cover him in a second but you look at the team Kevin McDonald's not in the team really but you look at the other players Tom Kearney Ruben Loftus-Cheek Lamina Harrison Reed Seri's not getting game time but they've also got Anguissa as well who's been really good what since. a player what yeah. a he, he, he was unfairly treated when he came in to the Premier League the first time was like just binned off but he went to Villarreal and done so well and uh, really impressed and he's come in and done really well this season really showed he is class. so good he'll get a move at the end of the season regardless whether they get relegated or stay up he's moving he, yeah. he's been this season yeah definitely definitely but I think for attacking midfield I've suggested Todd Cantwell from Norwich obviously Norwich may be, be coming up but 
it's maybe worth the gamble to pay a, a chunk of money to, to get someone like of Cantwell's profile. I think that would be a really good shout. Maybe maybe it's because do you really want to risk it if, if you're Cantwell, though? That's that's my only worry is, is him himself. I, I think they could get him from Norwich, but I think it's just whether Cantwell wants to risk that because he could he could be winning the league with Norwich this year. They're, they're doing so well at the moment and, and running away with, they run, they're running away with the league really at the moment the championship so any suggestion boys for, for maybe attacking midfielders for, for Fulham again I mean Loftus Cheek I think he sits in there quite well he's good mm-hmm. yeah. he's good at, again it's a similar it's the same shout but I think same as Sheffield United I think like a Jesse Lingard would suit Fulham yeah, That's yeah. might be might be um, a good shout yeah, yeah. someone can wear a wee bit of flair Mm-hmm. I know they've got Adam Adamola Lookman, but he plays plays more out in the wing. Yeah, I was I was yeah, I was kind of more considering him as a winger really, Lookman. But yeah, I think I think if they can get Cantwell, you go for Cantwell. But I, I, yeah, maybe a Jesse Lingard is another option. I also want to come up with some different options here, boys. Obviously, we don't want to same say the same players for every single team. But um, obviously, we, I think yeah, Cantwell's the outstanding player. David Brooks as well. Bournemouth's David Brooks might be another shout. That he's a he's a class player, but. Again, or two, like your Cantwells and your Brooks, they, I think they'd want a bigger move than that. Yeah, yeah, probably the case, yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably the case. Moving on to the the attackers, I've I've gone for one winger, and that's, again, I was mentioning earlier, Damari Gray. You mentioned him earlier, Ronan. I think Damari Gray, yeah, I think he would suit Fulham. And I think Scott Barker could get could get him firing, really. I think he, he's the type of player that would suit a Parker system. Theo, you would... I always come to you with Damari Gray. Do you think he would suit suit Fulham, and and do you think he can maybe refine his form there, bring himself out a bit more with the Fulham side? Because at the moment, looking at the competition, you've only got competition for Cavaliero, Lukman. I think plays on the right more, and you've got obviously Bobby Reed. But I think he's better than both Bobby Reed and and Cavaliero. I love Bobby Reed. Just a quick yeah, shout I like Bobby yeah, Damari Gray. Oh, Damari like Gray at Fulham. Yeah. Bobby Reed scored 28 goals in the championship a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. Um, but, was that Bristol? Was that Bristol? Gray. Was Bristol, Bristol? Yeah. yeah. Back to Damari Gray, the reason Damari Gray moving to Fulham is a good option is because of Scott Parker. You look yeah. what Scott Parker's done to uh, Adam Ola-Luckman, mm-hmm. who is way too good to have been discarded by Leipzig. And yeah, Damari Gray, and good player. And, well, Everton or Everton. Um, Damari Gray, good player needs a bit of confidence, needs to be playing in a team where he can express himself. When you look mm-hmm. at Adamola Luckman, tries a Penanka, fails, plays the next week and scores. That's because he's got the trust from Parker. So, yeah, it would be a really good decision moving there, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that, that's a good show. Yeah, I think Demardike suits that team and would, would would go straight into the first 11. Yeah, definitely. Looking at strikers, and they, they, obviously Bobby Reid can play striker, but they've got big man Mitrovic, Mitrovic class player. And I could see maybe maybe a mid-table team go for Mitrovic. And I think they would be happy to let him go if they could bring someone else in. I've got an audacious shout again as a loan deal, and that's Sebastian Haller. And they spent a lot of money on him, West Ham. But Antonio's playing at the moment. So that's shown that Haller's not getting any. Well, he's getting game time, but he's get not getting as much as as Antonio. Theo, you are you in disagreement with that? Do you think Haller it isn't the right move for him? It's not the right move for both parties. Haller's playing as well. He scored an absolutely scored a ludicrous 
right. overhead kick against uh, Palace uh, the other time. I like Sebastian Haller as well. I think he's just a little bit misunderstood, which mm. is what I say about my brother, my brother as well. But yeah, that's one good, good for not a, a bad shout to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> Antonio would be awesome for for Fulham, but of course that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's never going to happen. But any other shouts, boys, for striker? I didn't really have many others. So obviously, let's not say Troy Deeney. So suggested Troy Deeney for everyone. We don't want to suggest Troy Deeney again. Any other shouts for for Fulham, boys? Yeah, I think uh, a player like Josh King would be good for Fulham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Josh King. Yeah. Again, another player. I think it would suit Fulham. Kind of done it in the Premier League for years. Um, he's playing mm-hmm. in the Championship just now. Whether he's happy to stay there. But yeah, somebody like Joshua King, I think, is the type of player I like. We mentioned earlier Ahmed Musa as well, yeah. who's a player that's suited. That, that's a kind of realistic kind of signing. Mm-hmm. That's the two I've come up with. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe some good I would there. say I, Ivan Tony is the type of player to move to Fulham. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's what they kind of do. They go to Brentford and then they don't make that step, they make the step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, middle step, the one that goes yeah from from a championship Premier. Or maybe League. maybe twenty fourteen fifteen Ross McCormack. I know he's kicking about an older shot at the moment. <laughs> older shot. Oh dear, Ross McCormack. I reckon I can make a few calls. What happened to you, your career? Son? What happened to your career? Good maybe question. anyone anyone from like Scotland? Any any shouts to Ronan? Anyone that's really kicking about in Scotland that can maybe make a move to English shores. I mean, the obvious ones, obviously, that everyone talks about is Odson Edward, but I think he's too good. Too good, good yeah. yeah. As much as he's been rubbish for Celtic, I think he would be an expensive signing, but I think he's more of a... I, I mean, I think Arsenal or something could take Odson Edward. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's too good for, for that. Mm-hmm. But the other one that I think would be good, like somebody... You could think of Lee Griffiths, but I don't yeah, think... Yeah, I was thinking Griffiths, yeah, I maybe. I don't think... I think he'll stay. I don't think yeah. he'll go. Yeah. But, um, Defoe, and, maybe. Maybe Jermaine Defoe could maybe make a move back to the Premier League. Might be another yeah, shout. Defoe's a shout, but again, I think he'll want to stay with Gerrard and try and stop the 10 in a row and mm-hmm. things like that. I don't. I can't see anyone from Scotland really at the moment, unless they're at a favour, are going to want to move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fine, guys. I think that's yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens with Fulham. They've got Mitrovic at the moment until they until they're willing to let him go. Well, not willing to let him go, but I think a, another club could maybe come in after him. And oh, really? Another player, and I was I was going to suggest Christian Benteke, but he started playing for Palace, which I'm really shocked about. But I was going to suggest Benteke, but if he's playing for Palace, why would you go to Fulham? Finish up on Fulham. That name's just came back to me for the centre back. Yeah, and it was Curtis Nelson at Cardiff. I actually think right, yeah. he's a type of player. Like although he's just recently moved to Cardiff last season. I think he could make the step up again. I think he's quite a good player. Yeah, yeah. Another player that came to mind just there for a striker, actually, is Andre Gray. Maybe Andre Gray, that might be a decent shout. He, a proven player, 29. Is he still at Burnley, not getting game... Or Watford? Not yeah, Watford. Not is he getting much game time, Theo, at the moment with Watford? And and obviously, like, Watford's fit, sitting in fifth. We're talking about Deeney, but Gray can maybe make he's, a move back to the Premier he's League. Been, he's been playing. He's just been disappointing. He hasn't started. He's... He's favoured Yao Pedro yeah, and Dean has been playing of late. But mm-hmm. new manager coming, Watford sat their manager, even though they were fifth in the league. What idiots. That's mental. Um, That's and they've, mental. They've, they've, appointed, they've appointed a Spanish bloke who was managing a team no, Kiki in the Sanchez Premier League. 
Not Geeky Sanchez no, Flores. <laughs> it's, it's a guy who used to play for Newcastle, I believe. Oh, right, okay. X-I-S-C-O. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cisco, Cisco or something. Yeah, yeah. But he obviously was managing Dinamo Tbilisi. Right, so, okay. I mean, that's a bit different to the championship. Yeah, it's very um, different. So, I think what I'm trying to say is I think Andre Goura will either find himself out of favour or in favour. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 fair enough. I think he could maybe make a move to someone like Fulham. Anyway, boys, that, that, that wraps up today's show. I think that's that's a good way to wrap up. I forgot to mention last pod, I, th- I feel it's only right to to give it a wee anecdote to, to obviously the passing of Gerard Houllier. We didn't actually mention it on the last pod we recorded huge icon in football brought so much to the English game to, to Liverpool Ronan obviously what, what did he mean to Liverpool as a manager Gerard Houllier yeah great manager he gave a lot of players mm-hmm. their chances the likes of Steven Gerrard and things as well but like yeah, yeah great manager brought trophies mm-hmm. it's a sad passing for Liverpool fans especially in Liverpool players but yeah. yeah very talented manager and he'll be remembered by Liverpool for a long time and Theo, how do you remember Gerard Hulley? Obviously, he was a Villa manager, but obviously, great manager he was, wasn't he? What always uh, strikes me with Gerard Hulley is how well-spoken of he is by fellow managers, fellow mm-hmm. players, fans. He, he was one of the good guys. Shame he managed Villa, but you know, it's, it's part of the part of the job. He didn't achieve too much with them, but uh, never mind. But yeah, uh, uh, it will always be well remembered. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought it was only right to, to give him a shout out. We, I forgot to do it on the pod me and Theo done prior to this one going out. But yeah, what a manager. Anyway, thanks again, guys, for, for obviously listening to this episode of the Infatic Fanatics. It was a great official debut for Ronan. Again, yeah, welcome, welcome to the to the to the pod, to the club, Ronan. Um, Good to have yeah. you, Santiago Munez. Yeah. Santiago. Santiago Nunes. That's all. What what a movie that was. Goal. We'll wrap it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it there. Theo's. That's that's Theo's. Another statement that we'll, we'll, I'll save for later for, for for Theo. I've got a number of cracking lines from Theo that I, I need to I need to dig out. But yeah. Anyway, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify on Podbean.com. We're hoping to get it on iTunes soon as well. So. Uh, another place for you to, to, to go and check out on there. If you're an iPhone user or an Apple user, that might be easier for you guys. We're also on Instagram at the Emphatic Fanatics Podcast, so go and follow us on there. And also got a Twitter. Theo obviously set that up, and that's his job to keep to, to keep man. So if, if you feel that you're not getting enough content on Twitter, you know who to get onto is that man, Theo. So, yeah, thanks again for listening, guys, and we'll catch you later. Bye for now.